No, I have not. I've heard nothing Cody about released this. A statement. Tony Khan released a statement, uh, you know, thanking the, you know, the Rhodes, Cody uh, and Brandy releasing statements about their time being in AEW, how much they've enjoyed it, blah, blah. Um, the, the potential rumor, of course, being that Cody's going back to WWE. Uh, um, Cody's been operating without a contract for quite some time now and I, I, I don't know I don't know how I feel about this I, I can't I can't see I can't really I can't see Cody going back to WWE what does he have left there to prove I mean I, I guess conquering WWE might be something, but you know, Cody talking before about you know this kind of being his last big hurrah. Anyway, you know he's got the 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 new daughter, Liberty. Uh, he's got all these his his foot into everything else over there at Warner Media, uh, the Big Show, and I, I don't know what all else. That he's a you know kind of a major, you know, aspect of of uh, TNT and TBS and everything with some of their stuff going on. So, to me, that a contract didn't get resigned. What do you think are the chances of him going back to WWE? Zero percent. Um, zero percent. Um. <laughs> And uh, Cody and Brandy, neither one of them, for especially Cody, for a long time, I don't think Brandy ever has, have thought of themselves as being wrestlers. They've always thought of they they started thinking of themselves as being um, uh, media stars. They want you know movies, TV shows, that kind of stuff, and just using the wrestling to try to. Pro- to move that forward. 
because I don't think if he would have ever gotten help start up with AEW and stayed with AEW, I don't think he would have his own TV show. I don't think he would have had any of that stuff. And I think he's just he. And no, this isn't a negative thing. I'm I'm just saying I think that he he's looking to that down the road to wanting to be that. He wants to go into other things um, away from wrestling. And um, I'm really surprised that he actually is leaving AEW. That that was a shock. I, I figured there would have been he would have had a, a, some kind of a, a big run of some sort. Um, but um, with going in to the WWE, if it will help push him further into where he wants to go, I think he would go back to the WWE. Um, and um, I don't think, I think he's savvy enough now and that he would not go in just to be another WWE star. He would go in saying he wants to be on that same level as like, you know, the, um, the top star, you know, um, Brock Lesnar and um, Roman Reigns. I could see him definitely going back for maybe uh, signing the contract, uh, limited shows for uh, maybe a year or two. And um, doing maybe uh, some kind of program with uh, Roman Reigns. Um, mm -hmm. I could see that. I could see him doing that. A limited, um, you know, he, but just to help push him to that, to the next level of going in and becoming a TV star or a movie star or something like that. But I mean, we, we've seen him in um, the Arrow for a couple of shows. Um, he's got the big show over in, uh, uh, I think it's on TBS, maybe on TNT. Yeah. Um, and I think there's something else that he's involved in over there as well. So, I mean, there is a number of projects he does have. Um, of course, there's the, the, the Roads to the Top show that uh, I think right. pretty well. Um, you know, I'm not sure. Um, there's, you know... I think with going back to WWE, there's always that speculation like, okay, they're not going to use him well. But, I mean, like you said, if he signs a limited number of dates, a limited time period, they've, they've got, you know, kind of be on hands that you, you use him wisely, uh, whatever that means in WWE. Um, I, I just I, – I find it hard to see except in one particular scenario, which brings me to the other news coming out of yesterday – which was uh, that Stone Cold's going to be at WrestleMania. Uh, and all the rumors say it's going to be Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens. But to me, that doesn't excite me at all. I love Kevin Owens, but they haven't used Kevin Owens in any particular manner to make me care for Owens versus Stone Cold. I mean, besides the name value, I just don't see there's a, there being a real reason to that match. Um, but... One that pops into my head, if we're seriously considering Cody going back to WWE, I don't know what would be bigger for either guy than Stone Cold versus Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. Um, I would have a hard time with that because there's not enough time to do a build-up, in my opinion. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be in. I mean, I would like to see that match, but to be honest with you, it's not 
I don't like it when they just throw throw stuff together and there's really no rhyme or reason behind it when it comes to a big, I'm um, sorry, live event show. Um, <laughs> one of these. I I, I just have I, now if they if they set something up for next year, I could I could be cool for that. Um, I would be down for that, but this year I I, I wouldn't be interested. Um, Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens again, not interested unless there's a story behind it. I don't just them showing up and then it'd be like, oh, you stole you stole my stunner. I don't. Right. Well, I mean, well, you hate Texas. Well, that he just he gave permission for the stunner, right? But um, the big. Where it's coming off of with Kevin Owens is that Kevin Owens said uh, something about that he's glad he's not at WrestleMania and he wouldn't want to perform from uh, Texas anyway because they suck. Um, that's apparently, if it is true, Owens versus Stone Cold. That's the that's the story. That's the bill. Really, <laughs> of everything that's told that people could say about Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know that that's what would get him to come back to wrestle. Is somebody said Texas sucks. I come think on. as far as Cody, if if he did go back to WWE, I think Cody could come out and cut a hell of a promo challenging Stone Cold. Um, the the problem is, like, where do you go from there? You'd have to actually have Stone Cold showing up to build this. You know, like you so said, I, would, you, you I, I wouldn't want to see it. I wouldn't um, want to see it. But Vince Vince doesn't care about these sorts of things. Honestly, I mean, if you cared about storylines and shit to build WrestleMania, you'd start well before the Royal Rumble and get things going. I mean, uh, the only storyline he's cared about so far is Roman versus Brock. Because uh, I just think yeah, I mean, if, if Cody goes back to WWE, even if it's limited number of dates uh, and there's a promise of something along these lines, you know, big name, you know, Cody versus Stone Cold, Cody versus Triple H. You know, for me, like, I could see Cody, I could see Cody uh, going back for a big WrestleMania moment to to walk away on, to end his career on. Um, but it's WWE, so I could see that promise of Cody versus Triple H or or whatever, quickly turning into Cody and Brandy versus Miz and Maurice. Uh, some... Again, <laughs> I would not. Want, I wouldn't care about seeing that. That I wouldn't I, either. I don't. I know, they wonder whether their whether um, ratings, you know, keep dropping and stuff. Why their views keep dropping and stuff? It's because they do crap like that. That sucks. It's not entertaining. I mean, it's. I I just don't. It's just something that I really wouldn't want to see. And you already know my feelings about um, older talent coming back uh-huh. um, and taking away the spotlight from the younger talent. They, the younger talent never get opportunities to show what they can do because whenever that opportunity pops up, they go, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, we got to get one of these guys that, uh, yeah. uh, that people know, bring those guys in because uh, nobody wants to see uh, these two people wrestle because uh, – they're not popular. Well, they're not popular because you never let them do anything, and you're always jobbing them out. Right. You know. Um, uh, I, I, I don't want to see it. Comments was uh, I, somebody in WWE needs to. Some of these younger talents need to 
to step up and quit planning out their next spot and and put asses in seats. And I, to me, I mean, that kind of goes along with what you're saying is why I bring it up because that, that seems to be Brock a little out of touch in his stardom, you know, that, you know, Ricochet can just step up to the plate and, and take the reins. And it just, it's not feasible anymore in WWE for this to happen. You know, if they don't give somebody the time to shine and get the machine behind them, then it doesn't happen. You can't just build a fandom and a stardom on, you know, on a whim. Well, I understand what Brock is coming at because if you watch these these guys, watch um, Brock Lesnar in his matches, watch some of these other guys, Bobby Lashley, a few other people out there, uh, Dolph Ziggler, um, Rude, um, those guys are awesome. You got um, – other talent. Ziggler and Rude are never going to be given that opportunity. Right. But, well, here's the thing is that those guys, um, you see these younger talents, and you see these people coming in, you watch their matches, and they do um, exactly what Brock says. They they run through and they have to hit all their spots because they're a bunch, you know, that's what they do. Hit spot, hit spot, hit spot, yeah. hit the spot, run through, do their moves, um, and there's um, no – story behind it there's no wwe machine too they right but 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 that's what i'm saying is that that's the wwe's fault that they choreograph everything again i will go to the most recent thing which was um that you had lita and becky lynch okay Uh and i blame lita for this i also blame a little bit on becky lynch i've watched it so many times in her matches lita should have walked over and slid Becky Lynch before she did her moonsault. Instead of climbing up on the thing, standing up or doing her poses and stuff, and then Becky Lynch was scooting over, sliding, yeah. wiggling over to get into <laughs> position, it takes everything out. It, it ruins yeah. it, it. It ruins everything for the thing. It's like, okay, well, this, you know, this is dumb. It's dumb. It just takes you out of the immersion of it. Um, and that's what you see with the younger wrestlers, and I understand what – because – People just see their spots, and they cheer for the move. They're not cheering for the wrestler. Right. They're not cheering because Ricochet. It's Ricochet. Yay, cheer. It's Ricochet doing this move. They don't – they're not caring about that. They're caring about that move was cool and it was done. So mm-hmm. the younger talent thinks it's that, that they're being cheered for, and it's not them. They're not being cheered for. People cheer for the moves. Um, and that's where the loss is. That's why they're not so – tell the story and it's like you said a lot of it has to do on wwe booking um and it's the the choreography it's it's what wwe has conditioned fans to expect right i watched today i watched uh earlier i had watched um uh aew dark Uh and um, the matches on AEW Dark, I mean, it was match after match after match, all of them, I liked every one of them. I was like, holy crap, these were some damn good matches, especially, um, who was it, Thunder Rosa, and I forgot who she was wrestling against. Loved every bit of it. Thunder Rosa comes out there, and she nails it every time. Thunder you Rosa know? is great. Um, but if you put her in the, if you put her in the WWE, 
they would screw her over because they would tell her to yeah. do this move, this move, this move, this she move, and this move. Cookie cutter, just like everybody right. else. And I'm sure and, she would get her, you know, three or four specific moves in, but she would just become a cookie cutter. And there wouldn't be that I, fire that we see in those Thunder Rosa matches. Right. Uh, and, I, and it's a I think with what Brock was getting at, I think he pointed it at the wrong people. I think yeah. he shouldn't have said his, his, he went and blamed the wrestlers, and I really don't blame the wrestlers because they're doing what they're told. Right. We all saw it. We all saw the push for Ricochet, and then they just yeah. worked it. And he was pissed. You saw him leave the ring. There was footage of it. He was pissed, you know, because he has the job out. They, they gave, you know, Vince McMahon just gave up on him. Yeah. You know, um, and it really comes down to the bookers. Yeah, it really comes down to the bookers. It comes down to them not fighting for their talent. Um, talent, they say now, it used to be you would have to, you would be able to walk in and talk to Vince. And then, it slowly changed to where now you had to stand in line. Now they say he doesn't even open his door. Right. They just lock, he just locks the door. And the talent can't get in unless you're a really big name. He's not even going to talk to you. Um, to go back to the Cody Rhodes thing. Uh, we're, as a wrestler, he, he was an executive vice president. president. Uh, uh, you know, talked about a guy who was involved in, in uh, you know, the creative AEW, getting everything set up, the, the, the uh, uh, outer stretches of the company to, to you know, uh, the different organizations and whatnot coming in. Talent, you know, scouting, doing all these other of AEW, of course, there's other people that can help me now. But I would think that if you're WWE, you have to still look at his behind the scenes abilities as well. Um, but with that said, it really makes me wonder with companies like Impact Wrestling, you know, Ring of Honor rebooting. Uh, NWA, if there's not something out there, you know, maybe somebody has offered Cody something more than money, you know, another chance to build another company up. Especially Ring of Honor rebooting and everything. What if Cody's going back to Ring of Honor? What if he's going to the NWA, helping to to push them up the, the ladder? His buddy Matt Cardona is the new world champion. I mean, these are these are still things out there that I would think you know would offer Cody a little more time at home, uh, a little more stationary, I guess you would say. Because uh, if he goes back to WWE, he's not going to be home. You know, you know what I'm saying, like here for the next several months at least, even if it's just toward WrestleMania. Um, but you you have to think that there is that aspect of, of having a, a new child 
uh, and wanting to build a legacy, but also looking at the dwindling of your career. Uh, but man, I, I would be excited if we're talking about a ring of honor or NWA or impact, um, exposure here, you know, cause these, these three companies need it to, to push them up to that third spot. You know, maybe even, you know, testing the waters for uh, a number two, a number one position. Punk wants to help the new generation step up. And I think he's done a great job of it. Um, so, so, I mean, if, if we're talking about Cody Rhodes wanting to continue doing that, I mean, he's accomplished a lot in AEW that showed, I would think a company like ROH would really be looking at him to man their ship. Especially if they're they're completely rebranding and everything. There's a legacy already with Cody Rhodes. Uh, I don't know how many times he held the belt there, but even the NWA. I mean, Cody's a former NWA champion. We could be seeing Cody go challenge Matt Cardona and, and helping uh, uh, What's-His-Face build up the NWA. There's a lot of connections there now for Cody. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on that, Sean? Uh-oh. Sean's gone to make a sandwich. <laughs> Maybe he found Trucker Kyle. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, those are just my thoughts. Some possibilities. Hear me now? Hear me now? Oh, there, there he is. Did you, okay, what yeah. What kind of sandwich did you make? Uh, no, I didn't get I thought I had to run in here to the truck stop real quick and uh, drop a load and then... Uh, Grab me some food. Oh, I was close. I said make a sandwich, but I got some barbecue pork, macaroni and cheese, and green beans. What are your thoughts on Cody possibly joining someplace like ROH, NWA, or Impact to make Um, shit? Well, I. mm, I don't know if he would go. To the NWA, um, because I, I I really don't know. Like I said, I think I think he does. I don't think he's going to go really to probably any promotion unless it's going to be something that he's going to be um, in charge of. That makes sense. that's what I'm talking about. Like you bring in Cody as kind of like what he's done for AEW, really. But I mean, if you, I think if you're Ring of Honor, you'd have to be looking at someone like Cody Rhodes who, you know, has a legacy there. Um, and you're wanting to, you know, you're wanting to challenge. You want to, you're wanting to put your foot down and, and dig in. Uh, it the whole reason why they're, they're rebooting. You know, I think you'd have to really be looking at a Cody Rhodes and going, hey, we need this guy to man our ship. This needs to be our captain. Oh, Sean's got to warm up his uh, pork belly. <laughs> and <laughs> what, about my thoughts? what are your thoughts? I think 
that would be more possible than him going to WWE. I mean, I would think that. Am I am I here? Am I back? I, I think you're back. I don't know. Are you, are you at the microwave again, or? I don't know. I keep saying trying to reconnect. Oh well, you're reconnected. Uh, um, <laughs> but um, I I don't see. I I just think it's a step backwards for Cody to go to any other promotion and stuff. Only thing I can see is him going to WWE um, just for publicity sake, just to get his you know name out there. Everyone be like all the tabloids, all the dirt sheets. Everybody be freaking out. Cody Cody Rose went back to WWE, and uh, they would love every bit of that. WWE would. Um, and and I think and I think they would. Uh, I think if he was smart, he would do it right. But that's the only thing I can see him doing, because he he's not gonna he's not gonna go backwards or sideways. He's wanting to go forward, and I I don't. He doesn't see himself as a wrestler anymore. He sees himself as a as a TV star, as a media star of some sort. And I, uh, I disagree with you here. I mean, I would think legacy wise, you know, this could be a challenge for him. And he likes challenges, you know, as a, you know, he put AEW on the map, you know, he, he went out and he did all these things even before AEW, uh, had a hell of a career. And I feel like his AEW stuff was just, uh, an exclamation point to have good matches, you know, have big matches, um, and going in to take over an, an ROH or an impact or whatever, just to further stamp that legacy like he built AEW now he's built ROH he's made ROH a contender um, I would think so that we got a huge thing uh, I, I, it would but I, I just don't see it I just don't see him doing that I don't uh, him and Brandy the Rose family now I can see I, I, I can see um Dustin doing that. I can see Dustin going to another promotion and promote. I just don't see Cody doing that. I just really don't. I, I think that uh, um, I think that they got they got the riding. They finally got Brandy went out and did a promotion uh, did, did a promo out in the ring and she was supposed to be the face but everything she did and said which came natural to her was her being a heel, right? And the fans and the fans hated her, and they boo her and everything when they were supposed yeah. to be cheering her and popping for. Her. She just got more and more heat the whole time that she was out there, yeah. You know, um, and people don't want to see her. I mean, because again, they don't see themselves as wrestlers anymore. She never did. Um, but uh, he doesn't see himself as a wrestler. And uh, that's why things, I mean, he's done great. And he's done awesome, awesome stuff. I'm not taking anything away from him. I just think that he wants to go the John Cena, Batista, um, Dwayne Johnson route. He wants to be a movie star. He wants to go be a TV star. That's what he wants to go into. See, I... I... I almost disagree with you a little bit on that because I feel like he already is doing that. 
you know, I mean, he's he's already he's got his own show. He's in AEW. He's he's uh, part of that game show. I, I feel like he has all of that already. You know, he's already done the Arrow thing, and he's dabbled. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like like Batista actually. You know, he went to Hollywood and he actually committed himself to it. Uh, of course, John Cena, The Rock blow it up and they were huge and everything um, so I mean Cody I just don't see in that same light as as that you know I don't see him wanting the exact same thing that like John Cena or Batista wants out of Hollywood right but I don't know though we really don't know what he's what his plans is I I'm thinking he'll really show don't. up I'm thinking he'll he'll go back. I give it up. This could be a stunt. This is gonna be this is gonna be a thing. I, I give I make it fifty fifty. This could be a work. Yeah, for for WWE. It could be a work. I, and if it like if said, it's not if it's not, it's gonna piss a lot of people off. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people are gonna be pissed off either which way. I think on one hand, like you said this last week or two, we saw Brandy come out. She got a massive amount of heat. Um and she just does. I don't. I don't know. I think it's just kind of her, her personality and her response. It draws a lot of heat. You know, the, no matter what, like she could be in the ring with, you know, Satan himself, and Brandy Rose is going to get booed. That's just that just seems to be how it is. So I don't know if this is maybe this is a maybe this is a work and just an attempt to turn fans to support them. Why? Wow, how would it support them? It just bring more heat to them. I, I don't know if it bring more heat, but I think you would get, you know, maybe uh, let them be gone for a while, and then all of a sudden they show back up. Maybe they think the fans will embrace them rather than boo them, because Cody's getting mixed reactions, too. Uh, no, I can, I can see them I could see them leaving, and let's say two, three years, and then turn around and come back. Just out of the limelight, out of the wrestling news. Yeah, and just disappear for a while, and then come back. Cody, like I could see him getting a big pop. I don't. I can't see Brandy getting a big pop. Um, well, Brandy's never. She's never going to get a big pop. Yeah. And the reason is is that the fans don't accept her because they don't see her as a wrestler. And, I mean, that's what WWE always did to her, too. They never pushed her as a wrestler. Right. Um, and uh, and I think that what, that's been the problem is that they needed to – she viewed – I don't uh, – Perception it, is uh, nine-tenths of the law. <laughs> if, uh, the thing is, is that she wants to be a face, and, she, and, and it's not there. It's not there for her. I don't think it would ever be there for her. And she did all these attempts to try to be some kind of heel, and they all failed because they didn't feel natural. And that's a big thing about heels is that it 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 has to be natural, you know. Yeah, I think in all regards, face or heel, it really yeah. needs to to come from somewhere within, and like I said, somewhere to be natural. Um, and that's just not. You know, a place maybe for Brandy. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what you do yeah. with her. I mean, like Cody, 
I think when he comes out and he cuts these promos and whatnot, um, he knows what he's doing. He's being honest, and I think that comes through. Like, you'll see him get booed. And by the end of his promo, he's worked the crowd up to cheer him. Um, So, I mean, I think Cody can work the crowd. But it also depends on what crowd, you know, where they're at and whatnot. Because we know these crowds can be, uh, you know, they have different mentalities. I think her problem is the same problem that Ronda Rousey is. Uh, Ronda Rousey has is they don't understand the psychology. Yeah, it could be. They I don't. Ronda just sucks in general. She doesn't <laughs> understand. She she doesn't she doesn't understand the psychology of the wrestling. She doesn't understand. She wants to be cheered all the time. Right. And wants everyone behind her all the time because for some reason she wants to be loved, not liked, but she wants to be loved. Um, and, and she can't get that from the fans. And the reason is, is because she's not for her to get what she wants. The WWE kind of needs to back off a little bit and let her be her. That makes any sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then people, it's just like, I gave a good example of that would be again, Dwayne, the rock Johnson. They let him be him. They let Steve Austin do the same thing. Yeah. They, you know, especially during the Attitude Era, which was probably the best wrestling, um, the best stories and stuff. They allowed a lot of the wrestlers to be them because the stuff wasn't heavily scripted. Right. Um, now they want it to be scripted, you know, instead of giving them um, – bullet points of say you know make sure you mention this and then make sure you mention this and then mention this but the rest of it is you out there improvising mm-hmm. um i think they should be that way let ronda be the badass non-smiling uh, angry i want to kill everybody <laughs> um because that's natural that's more natural for her yeah than her coming out and being loved roddy roddy piper was never loved until his later years, he was, he was, uh, a lot of the fans, they just, they hated him because he was a oh, heel, yeah. you know, and he was, he was brutal. I mean, he knocked freaking, he about killed, um, who was it? Uh, Snooker when he cracked that <laughs> coconut. That's right. About killed him. You know, people hated him. You listen to Jim Cornette tell his stories and stuff and listen to, um, how fans and stuff hated the wrestler so much they wanted to kill him. They would come at him with knives, you know. They would punch him and hit him as they're walking to the ring and stuff, you know. And <clears throat> that's let her be hated. And she needs to understand that she needs to be hated. Get the heat. Get all the heat. And then when she has all the heat, then they can turn it around. Once she's got that popularity and then she shows her ability in the ring, then they can flip her over and make her a face. Yeah. I don't think she has a long enough career to, she to ever become a face, really. But like you said, she could embrace the healness of everything. And I, I think it's twofold now. The fans know a lot about what's going on. And so I think you kind of have to uh, you have to factor that in. And I think a lot of wrestlers don't anymore. And companies don't anymore. Is that, you know, the fan is still the the third person out there, you know, they're part of the show. They're part of the match. They're part of the story. And you have to, 
include that now that the fans know what's going on backstage. They know what's going on, um, you know, contract-wise even, really. You have to consider all of that now as as part of the show. So with, with Brandy, like, you know, why do they not like Brandy? Because they, they see her as uh, Stephanie McMahon. They, you know, she's the, was the, the CBO. All these aspects. It's like you can't just kayfabe include it. You have to to really like understand, I think, the, the psychology of that part of it, too. You know, like, can she just come out and make the match? Yeah. So work that. I think one of the things I need to do with wrestlers <clears throat> is make them have to take, especially these new guys, these new talent coming in, they should have to go in and do at least 100 hours of improv classes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, because um, they just say, work on your promo, stand in front of the mirror, work on your promo. No, fuck that. Go go right. to an improv class. That's what, you know, uh, Dolph Ziggler, he did stand-up. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. A lot of the wrestlers started going to stand-up because they, they understand timing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think for Ziggler, that's what it taught him was timing, uh, especially once he saw – you know, a lot of retired wrestlers starting to do stand-up. And it was, it's all about the timing, listening to the crowd, the response, and everything like that. Right. Um, uh, that's why I, I love I love Dolph Ziggler. I'm, I, I'm so happy that he's doing a, uh, doing stuff with, who is it? Uh, he went to Tampa? NXT, didn't he? Uh, well, he, he's not, like, permanent. He is going, he's going over there and doing a, a stint over there. But I think it's yeah. with... What, what's the name? Tomasa Champa? Either Champa or Breaker? I'm not even sure. Um, and uh, they got a thing going on with that. Um, what was the Okay, so. And like I said, I, <clears throat> I wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me if Cody Rhodes or Steve Austin showed up for uh, WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Uh, I just don't, I just don't, I just can't handle seeing them in a match. I could I could handle them, you know, showing up and being a part of something. I just I just have a hard time. Just I, I, it's because I I <clears> can <throat> how can I I need a, I, I like for there to be some kind of build up a reason for it. And then we still got we still what is it in May, April, April probably. Yeah, um, we still got time through March. So you know if they could just do. Just have them on there a couple of times on TV. Yeah. That'd be fine. Um, I don't want to. I definitely do. Not, I agree with you. I don't want to see Kevin Owens versus Steve Austin. I don't want to see that. Um, it would. I, who would I like to see? Stone Cold. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the WWE mm-hmm. roster, and I can't think of anybody. Roman Reigns that, is the only one I can think yeah. of. I mean, I mean that's, Roman or Brock would be the only big names. Um, that's why I immediately thought of, you know, if Cody's going to WWE, I can't see him going to WWE and making a run of it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he he has it in him to do, a, you know, a five-year contract or whatever. Yeah, but no, I could I don't see him that. going to WWE and, and having, 
one big match at WrestleMania. Oh, well, I can see, I can, I can see them going okay, like they did with Goldberg, where he had X amount of matches. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and uh, so that would be, that would be good. You know, if they did something like that and say, okay, well, hey, we're gonna, we want to use you. This is a contract. This is how much we're going to pay you. And uh, we're going to use you for uh, um, five matches this year, five matches next year, or whatever, X amount of matches. And you'll do a couple of uh, promos on TV. Um, and uh, that's pretty much about it. I mean, no different than uh, – I, I can see them kind of doing like what right now what Brock's doing. I can see them doing that with Cody Rhodes. Uh, and I think that would be good if they did that and then stuck him on SmackDown and had him run SmackDown only. That would, holy crap. You that would know in for SmackDown. You know, you that never would, know in wrestling what's going to happen. Yeah, you really don't because uh, um, people change their minds at the last minute and it throws things off for everybody, including the talent. I'm not saying names. What would it mean for WWE at this point? You know, if if there was a big Cody Rhodes return, I mean, obviously you could play it up. All the you know the dusty. Oh shit! The footage, the legacy. Dude, we we missed it. We missed the freaking mark. We missed it. We missed it. Shane McMahon comes in. (laughs) <laughs> Shane McMahon versus Cody Rhodes because they said they released Shane McMahon and then there was news saying that he's not officially released. He's just been moved to um, doing other things right. within the company. So um, that would, I wouldn't mind seeing that, to be honest with you. I, that just doesn't <laughs> do it for me, to be honest. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. They, they switched. Um, they switch it. Uh, Shane McMahon goes to AEW and uh, Cody Rhodes oh, goes to <laughs> WWE. Vince <laughs> McMahon and Tony Khan. Uh, Tony Khan and Vince McMahon are both freaking there on the phone talking to each other. From I love it. Come make me money. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. We may actually hear. You know, somebody said that you know, we're going to hear some big news. Coming out today, um, so by the end of the day, Cody may release another statement about their future. Um, I don't know. I mean, we'll find out now. I mean, right? Just, just to show how big it is, though. Yesterday, the big buzz being Stone Cold, and then Cody releasing, you know, the statement of them leaving AEW has dwarfed the Stone Cold news. And everything's all about Cody right now. So, um, yeah. I, here's the here's my question, though. Uh, we know Co- Cody's contract's been up, and he's been working without a deal. But I was not aware that Brandy's contract was, was up, and she's been working without a deal. And I don't know if people are just overlooking that right now, or if there's actually information that Brandy didn't sign a new contract or or what's going on? Are we just assuming she's not going to sign a new contract? Or I, I don't know. I don't know what's, what's, what's going on with that. But I think that has 
a major play into it as well. Like, she has contract left. She can't just leave, per se, unless Tony Khan's just being super nice and being like, your family go do whatever. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Dustin Rhodes has said he's happy where he's at. He likes AEW. He's staying in AEW. Um, so, yeah, I'm not – I don't know. I mean, this could be a work. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's – I would just feel like if Cody was really leaving – you know, I know he has his last big match was with Sammy. I guess you could kind of say, you know, he went out on his back, but I would think that there would be a big match planned for him to get somebody really over if you're leaving, especially one of his, you know, his pupils or an, an up and comer or something. Um, and we didn't really get that from Cody. Yeah. You know, we had a promo oh. saying, yeah, I'm not going to turn heel. And honestly, there couldn't be a bigger heel move if you're, you know, all about AEW. What could be a bigger heel move than going and joining WWE? <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, I, I don't – it is it's really hard to know exactly what's going on with Cody a lot of times. But like I said – if if he is uh, walking away from AEW on his own terms, kind of thing, I'm I'm leaving. I'm moving on to something yeah. else. Um, I have no issue with that. I think more wrestlers should um, leave the business and and that kind of. Because to me, I think that's the right way to leave a company. Is to say my contract's up. <clears throat> I've done what I wanted to do. I want to move on I to something else. Career wise, he's done uh, everything. I mean, right. I just feel like we don't know. You, you never know. I mean, he might try to run for, you know, be a governor of whatever state or something. You don't know. He <laughs> might try to get into politics. I'd vote for him. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd vote for any wrestler, to be honest with you. I've been a big Cody fan. Um, um, I'm curious to see where it's going to go from here. I would like to. I, you know, I hope he does more TV. Um, I'd like to see like him do more TV and more movies. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, we may see him. He might be going to go work with uh, uh, Armel on uh, Heels. I, I that, that would be freaking awesome. You know, just. I wish I, I need to watch the show. What's that on anyway? I believe it's on HBO. I'm not sure. Maybe it's Stars. Stars, I think. <coughs> Oh, I got Showtime. I don't have stars. Um, I saw a couple episodes, and it was pretty good. So, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? That would be, like I said, that would be absolutely awesome if he did that. That would be great. I think there is um, a lot more options out there than just going to WWE. Right. I, like I said, I think going to WWE, depending on what it is, I say it's a 50-50 chance. Um, it might be a little bit less. It might be at 35. Yeah. Um, something, um, I don't know. Um, so, uh, I gotta ask you some stuff here, a couple of other new stuff. So what do you think about Matt Cordona getting the NWA belt? Hello? All right, lost, uh, trucker Sean there. I'm just going to wrap this up today. 
uh, and just say that I, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see what's going to happen from here. It's big news. Um, I think we've all expected Cody to resign with AEW in some manner, but it, you know who knows? Maybe he does go to WWE. Maybe he's worked out some sort of uh, deal and arrangement. I can't see Cody uh, planning to take over WWE and being the next big star for the next five to ten years. I just don't see it. It's not my... uh, I don't see him planning this out when uh, he's talked about retiring and now he has a child and not being on the road and and having that career. But at the same time, he's also said that, you know, that's some of his fondest memories of his dad was, uh, you know, watching him on TV and whatnot and knowing that Dusty Rhodes was larger than life. So it's hard to say, but I, I think at the same time, you learn from the mistakes of, of your parents and your grandparents and whatnot. And... You know, today's a little bit different. You know, Dusty was out there busting his ass to to make money for his family. Uh, Cody, they're doing well. He doesn't have to do that for his daughter. So, I think being present is better than seeming like this this celebrity. Uh, with that said. If I had to place money right now, I would say probably uh, a limited contract with WWE would have a big WrestleMania moment to, to you know, put that capstone on his career. Um, does that mean Stone Cold versus Cody at WrestleMania? Is there a bigger moment? I don't know. Uh but I would say we're possibly looking at a large WrestleMania match with Cody, or maybe he he's working the crowd, or maybe he's planning on going and uh, helping another company build up like he has AEW. To me, like if if I was a wrestler, you talk about giving back. You've seen Sting come in. You've seen Arn Tully. CM Punk, all these wrestlers giving back to what they've loved and what's given them a good life. Is it possible that we don't see Cody giving back to wrestling what is given him and and going out? Like, I mean, he's helped build AEW. Why can't he help build ROH up to that next level or an impact up to that next level or, or whatever? I think it's a high possibility that we see something other than a Cody Rhodes in WWE um, if he really has left AEW. Let us know what you think. Drop us a line over at Square Circle Journal on Twitter. That's S-C... Or I'm sorry, S-Q-C-I-R Journal. Or you can drop me a line at Twitter at uh, the Wrestling CO2. Let me know what you think about the Cody Rhodes situation. What do you think is going to happen? Is he just going to go WWE? Is he staying in AEW? Is he going somewhere else? Is he just riding off into the sunset and uh, 
enjoying life. Uh, if you got questions, let us know. If you got a question for Trucker Kyle, who who couldn't be on the show today, you can drop him a line at trucker underscore Kyle uh, over on the Twitter machine. Uh, if you got hate mail for Trucker Sean, you just direct that at Square Circle Journal, I guess. Because uh, I don't think I don't think Trucker Sean's got a Twitter account. We might have to make him one. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. We hear more news. We'll bring it to you as we hear it. Bring our insight. Um, until next time, this has been Ringside Ramblings for Square Circle Journal. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Alright, alright. Let's not get too crazy up in here. Um, we are going to do something a little bit different this morning. And we're gonna talk about toys. We're gonna to talk about toys. We're gonna to talk about Mattel and Jazzwares and uh, not to tread on on Matt Cardona's toes here or anything. But uh, we're gonna talk about wrestling figures today. Um, which is a little bit different for us. We usually cover like wrestling news and what's going on in the world of wrestling and storylines. And uh, I guess this plays into it. You know, you could do your own storylines. You could be your own show. Any people in AEW? Any AEW figure? No. Or just the people? Yeah. Um, God, top ten is a lot of. That's. Uh, let's 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 pull it back a little bit. I would say Cody Rhodes, but he's no longer in AEW. Um, you can still say him. He's still Pentagon. I like Pentagon Jr. You know, um, Pentagon Ray Phoenix are awesome. Um, I mean, just in AEW in general, not not specifically toys. Uh, the Lucha Brothers, uh, FTR, or the, you know, they're they're one of my top top teams ever I'd say okay so those are your uh, top five that's that's four because I'm not counting Cody anymore okay. um I'm I'm a huge Brian Danielson fan always have been I like what CM Punk's doing uh I would love to see more from Lance Archer but we're not really getting it at the moment Eddie yeah. Kingston I I'm completely on to Eddie Kingston now He's on uh dude's great you know, uh, I'm excited for when that figure actually comes out. MJF, <clears throat> best heel in the business, bar none. Even though he's still an up and comer. He's still an up and comer. Still very, very young. I like, I like Hangman Page. I might younger be alone here. <laughs> I think everybody's younger than me now. 
a big Hangman Page fan. Uh, so I, I I like a lot of the AEW guys, you know. I'm not I'm not super wild crazy about the Young Bucks. If anybody's followed along with me uh, through mid card mana with the loose cannon um, and and even this podcast of old. Um, I'm, I've never really been a huge Young Buck fan, but I do respect what they've done as far as bringing light to the tag division and uh, their their marketing entrepreneurship. Uh, it's huge. Are Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, Lance Archer, and I would actually say Hangman Page. Yeah, nice. Nice. I don't know. It's too early for me to count. <laughs> um, yeah, what about your top... Give me your top five AEW Jazzwares figures. And I know you have a lot. I bet you can't even name everybody that you have AEW figure-wise. They do. There's so much detail, especially they were the Pentagon. The first AEW figures I found in that series. They were like, I you were pretty so stoked that night. We, uh, I think we picked up like four. Was it four, four or five, four figures that night, which uh, your mother wasn't too happy about. But we, uh, we, you found the Lucha Brothers. And then I actually found MJF just laying on an end cap. And uh, we went by it. He was like on the top shelf. Just laying there on top of merchandise. That was the day I looked under every single... Who was the fourth one you, you got that day? Um, yeah, I can't remember I either. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Oh, Hangman. Was it Hangman? Uh-huh. That, was, that was pretty cool. Um, Even good score I that like day. Them, I was so happy I fell. The scores have gotten lower, <laughs> but but I mean they our our store actually gets them in now, uh, which is a, a perk. If if you can actually get you know the ones you want. Uh, one of our first figures was John Moxley. And uh, we actually got oh, a yeah, bad John one. Oh, yeah, John Moxley was with that one. Yeah. Oh, was that the one? Yeah. We actually got a bad John Moxley. Yeah. Uh, the rivets on his his uh, torso were showing through the front and the back. And the back looked like it had been uh, super glued to, like, a desk or something and ripped off. It Or, I don't know, maybe it was just burnt or something. I'm, I'm not even sure. Uh, the figure was super loose. And so I contacted Jazzwares, and they were super cool. And, uh, you know, I took plenty of pictures, and that's basically what they asked for. You know, just send us the pictures, send us the information off of the box, and we'll put your name into the system. And it took like a month, but they actually sent a brand new John Moxley figure with the vest, with the belt, uh, the whole nine yards. If it was the chase. Well, I found funny was that they didn't send the box. They were like, we're just going to stick this $20 figure in a, a bubble envelope and mail it across country. 
uh, because you, you got one that was messed up. We're just going to stick it in a bubble envelope and mail it over instead of keep it in the box and send to get, you know, nicely. They're like, we're not going to pay for postage. We're <laughs> $3 postage. That's all you're getting for your $20 figure. Uh, but it, it arrived good, in good shape. So, uh, yeah, like, we like to say how much we paid. It was. It was like $23. Everything, everything here is jacked up in price a little bit. Yep, $3 higher. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it arrived well, even though it was a brand new figure like that, but uh, I, we don't hang them on the wall and stuff. We actually play with our toys. You know, so, well, we do when we find the time. When we find the time. When, yeah, that's true. But John Moxley, let me say this about the Moxley figure. He is huge. It is a huge John Moxley figure, way out of proportion to the rest of the lineup. And I don't know if they fix this in later figures or not. It looks like they have in the Dustin Rhodes figure. The red one's way bigger uh, than the blue one, I believe. You know, I've seen them side by side unless somebody fixed it. We don't have the Dustin Rhodes figure because we have gold dust. We have a couple of gold dust and I actually fixed one prior to AEW. Uh, I made like a Dusted Rhodes figure. I didn't even know who that was. Yeah. And, uh, so I'll give them credit on that scan for, for gold dust. It looks like Dusted Rhodes even after you paint it. More so. So I'll probably end up making that a uh, you know, Dusted Rhodes AEW figure. Because, you know, I tend to to customize a lot of figures. Yeah. For the Where's chat back here. Oh, gosh. That's a tough one. That's actually a tough one for me. My favorite's Kai Bay. Okay. Let's get into this. So this this gal back here uh, wanted... A Hawaiian Federation. Yeah, she wanted local Hawaii wrestlers. They're huge. And, and I mean, we do have local Hawaii wrestlers, except we just don't get... Uh, we, don't, we don't get a watch. It's not here on our island... And I haven't really been able to find it on TV. I think they're on Twitch now. Um, or they have been on Twitch, but I've, I've never been able to catch it hardly. Anyway, this our new our new wrestling place is called Oos Wrestling. If you want to know about that, follow the Loose Cannon. Oos Wrestling? Yeah, Oos Wrestling. Unified Championship Entertainment. Oos. Literally. I thought it was HWA. No. No, I'm talking about the real one here. Oh. <laughs> the one, the one, the, the bleh, get all tongue tied up here. I got this cough drop rolling around in my mouth. Um, the one, the champ back here has, she calls it the Hawaii Wrestling Association, Hawaii Wrestling Alliance. Anyway, it's HWA. Um, the real one, Oos Wrestling. It's our local promotion uh, by the, the Wild Samoans, actually. And so that's over on Oahu. We're over on Big Island, so we don't ever get to watch. Um, it would be nice to. It'd be nice to fly over and watch sometimes. Uh, maybe we could go with Loose Cannon at some point. I used to be anyway. a wrestler, but I want to be an astrophysicist. Yeah, you could be a wrestling astrophysicist. Ooh. Can and, they wrestle in space while make your, doing astrophysics? That would be interesting. <laughs> Supposedly, 
we're going to get we're straight way off topic here. Supposedly Brian Kendrick and one of his far out conspiracies um is that he wanted to start a wrestling promotion on the moon. And I read this the other not too long ago I believe on Twitter and somebody asked him wouldn't gravity kind of get in the way of doing that? And he was like a little bit, but I think we could fly more. I don't know how true this is, but that made me laugh. Anyway, you, you say what's my favorite customization, and right now, my favorite customization is the James Storm I just did. I know you don't really know who James Storm is, so I got to educate James. you on the Tennessee Cowboy, James Storm. But speaking of Brian Kendrick, I brought, bought a bot. I brought bought <laughs> this morning is going to kill me because I can't speak. I bought a Brian Kendrick and because um, I was like, I, I was looking through eBay and I saw the Brian Kendrick figure and the head. I was like, holy shit, it looks like James Storm. So I, I bought the figure and made a James Storm. Put the head on like a Damien Sandow figure, swapped the boots out, and uh, painted it with red tights, and popped the head on. And that's our that's our James Storm is the easiest customization I've done in a long time. There was no tooling required. I just what painted. What the guy I made? You you have a Triple H head on a Seth Rollins body, basic figure. And uh, painted, we painted the hair black. And you're supposed to pick out a tattoo for his back. Got to do the tattoo, some tattoo work on there. Um, my uh, my most favorite figure that I've made so far. MHWA. For yeah, all your 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 created figures. A lot of them are come from like she has like the PS4. Uh, I think it's 2K19. And she makes a lot of wrestlers calls on there. And so I'll take inspiration from that and make a lot of her wrestlers. So one of them is Kai Bane. I ended up taking a uh, Big John Stud body. And, and a wild Yeah. And, and swapping out Sifa's head and Sifa's uh, lower boots, his feet. Uh, which didn't line up perfectly, but with some good knee, knee pads, pads, you can't really tell. They're a little bit thicker than uh, John Studd's lower uh, boots. Uh, swapped those over, painted it up. He's got a, a blue camo uh, tights on down to the knee pads. And um, gave him, you know, more of a, a local skin tone. Um, and tatted him up, basically. Uh, my favorite tattoo on there is the, uh, he's, he's gangster, right? So he's got this tattoo of a gun in his tights, like tattooed on his belly button, basically right along there. Uh, which it just cracks me up every time I see it. He was actually shouting the crack. <laughs> and I, he's cool. Like, uh, you know, I like this guy. He looks awesome. The, the Big John stud body is awesome for him. Lots of leg mobility, which I like, compared to uh, you know the Wall Samoa figures, which were the old ratchet hips. 
so they don't move super well uh, unlike you know the ball joint hips for those that don't know with the Mattel figures you got ratchet hips and you got ball joint hips uh, I didn't know this was when we first started collecting them for you and we got figures like Big Show and Mark Henry and I'm like dude the legs don't even move like they felt like they were going to break they were just like click into place it's like how is this supposed to be better than the basics i know the basics don't have the quote-unquote mobility or you know but neither do, do these ones you know they're supposed to be able to go in any direction but they don't go in any direction at all um That's so like yeah yeah, I had to research a lot of that stuff. <sighs> so, so thank goodness for the internet. You know, learned a lot about the uh, how they made the Mattel figures and whatnot. And uh, you can actually heat them up. Like when I do customizations, I actually heat them up in uh, in water. You see, some people do hair dryers. Some people will boil a pot of water on the stove. We have one of those little electric kettles. Works better than anything. Uh, you just heat the water up all the way, throw them in for about half a minute, and they're pretty good to go. Uh, for the ratchet hips, that's kind of what I suggest doing because I did buy a couple of uh, Bigelow bodies that I found online for, for pretty cheap because they were missing. Oh, dude, that's my unicorn figure. Would be the the legends I of King. Corn figure with the Adam Cole AEW. It'll come. It, it's only a matter of time. The question is, will it look like a ripped Adam Cole? Or a pudgy? Oh, will it be the pudgy out of shape Adam Cole? Oh, I am so tempted to buy an Ellsworth figure and and put your basic Adam Cole head on the Ellsworth figure. Uh, just for shits and giggles, you know, have you come out in a leather jacket? Uh, by the way, I believe it's uh, is it Darby that come with a nice leather jacket? With the AEW figures, or no, no, Sammy, it was Sammy Guevara, and it's a really soft plastic. It's much better than the the hard no, plastic no, Mattel uses, no, in my opinion. Really. I, I think it is. Uh, I can the, just bend their arms back, put it on. But I prefer the cloth accessories. You know, the robes, the the shirts, the jackets I that guess. are made of cloth. Or they actually have like a plastic one they've done with Shinsuke and uh, Andrade as well. But let me tell you, you you're missing out. Mattel's missing out. Jazzwares missing out not doing a clothing line for these figures you know what I'm saying uh, like Jazzwares released a, a four pack of belts which is cool don't get me wrong super cool but it's for $40 it's, it's expensive it's not quite $40 but it's expensive but they're missing out like just release generic clothing you know pants uh, jackets, shirts. They can release a you know, a couple of white shirts, black shirts, blue jean jacket, leather jacket, whatever. Um, you know, robes, just some some generic 
you know, no name. You can make designs or something, but I think there's a lot of money to be made in that. You know, the accessory side of these toys that uh, they're kind of missing out. WWE released like accessories, a couple of like side packs, like a you know a referee shirt and a Viking helmet, or you know uh, I don't know some sort of battalion helmet or random weird stuff but it's like not a lot of thought put into it but uh wwe did that a while back mattel wwe mattel wwe mattel does a lot of stupid shit in my opinion like i i, I get the cost cutting measures like they'll they'll release the same figures over and over again with zero changes to them um but yeah, like, it'll be, like, Roman with a red design. And then Roman with a blue design. You know, John Cena in his Fruity Pebbles green shirt. And John Cena in his Fruity Pebbles orange shirt. And they'll just release the same damn figure over and over and over again. Um, but there's so much money to be made. Like, if you were to make any figure you wanted, what figure would it be? Um, Mattel-wise? Mattel or Jasper. Okay, so Mattel-wise, I, I would do a series of of guys that haven't been released, honestly. Like, you have the, the ex- Rigside exclusive Walter, and yet they haven't made a, a basic Walter. Like, that's money sitting on the table. Um, just like all the guys that they've made one figure of, and then now are gone that money's gone you're not going to get your money back out of the head die for that uh so like uh axel tischer uh alexander wolf had one figure never going to recoup Wait, that alexander wolf only had one figure? one figure he had an elite figure that was it oh so i have that figure yeah that's so money now yeah you know kind of yeah him um what's his name his partner killian dane only had one figure we do. Yeah. Why do we have all those figures? Because, you daddy get you figures. Eric, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, there's a lot of figures like that that only have one release. But they could still, like, release the, the basics. You know, I mean, it's just like Imperium. We never got Imperium. I mean, we do, we still don't have the tag team. Who's Imperium? Imperium was Walter's group with Alexander Wolf and uh, I can't think of their names right now. But they could have released a Walter and an Alexander Wolf in the basic and elite line with that outfit. It was just black tights. So I mean, Walter would be an easy release. It's Walter's head, which they can do. It's Samoa Joe's body, torso, and it's just uh, you throw on like a Mark Henry waist and a pair of legs and boots. That's that's it. It's you know what I'm saying it's it's such an easy build if you've got all those parts readily available. That's what uh, is wild to me. So I mean, that would be my thing. Would probably be like the what you're doing with the basic line that. You could you could build Have you ever cool built, releases. Built big figures before? From scratch? 
You know, I, no, I've... from Parts. Oh, from Parts, yeah. You can actually order... Um, there's actually a couple places you can get parts from, but like it's, it's typically expensive. Yeah, Figure Giant is probably the best price. They really just deal with elites, and it's whenever they get the time to to buy up figures, I'm assuming on clearance or whatever, and, uh, you know, crackle. Um, basically, what they're doing there is you're just boiling, you're heating up the body until the factory glue lets loose, and you're just breaking that seal apart, and then they sell the body parts. And uh, actually, that's how I made a lot of your uh, local wrestlers, your HWA guys. Uh, I made made the Makanui figure that way. I used a uh, Bray Wyatt torso. No, it's just Makanui. It's a Bray Wyatt torso and a uh, Big E bottoms with a. Uh, I used our Rusev legs. His, his bare feet, calves and bare feet, and um, an Umaga head. And I just, you know, ended up painting everything. But uh, that was a pretty easy build. The, you know, with some of the figures, things don't line up perfectly. So I had to, like, adjust the torso between Bray Wyatt uh, and, and Big E's waist a little bit because it was a little loose. Um, but other than that, it was a pretty easy build up. I, I did another uh, local guy for you. I think we called him Kimo, and used a Rusev, the big bearded Russo head, Rusev head. Uh, I used that head on a Samojo body. What about Kavikali? And uh, well, Lee was really easy because that was just a basic body of <laughs> the extra parts I had left over. It was a, basically a, just a Samoa Joe body, basic body, and uh, Office Head. Who? Off from Off of the Seek of the Wild Samoans. I used Office Head for for Kavika Lee, um, and I think it looks pretty good <laughs> for what it is. Easy custom, just head swap, and that's really where you start: heads, boots, arms. Easy to boil, pop them off put them back on. Was that one of your easiest customs ever? Pretty much. Any any custom that's just exchanging heads and then painting is pretty simple to do. Um, the other ones get a little bit more detailed once you start, you know, you buy parts and and everything. But I've made several figures uh, from buying parts and, and mixing them up. I do buy, if I, you know, if I find a cheap figure online or on clearance then uh i'll buy it like if you can find them cheap at your store then it's easier to buy a five or six dollar figure that's brand new than ordering one offline uh, whether it's through figure giant or you find a cheap figure on ebay or or whatever uh yeah it's you know, whatever's cheapest and easiest to do. I will say this, like your entire wrestling collection for the most part uh, <laughs> probably has come off of eBay or clearance items. And you have a huge collection. Yep, I have more than 200 figures. You have way more than 200 figures, I believe. 300 
And uh, I think half of that is the figures I've made you. Before the Jazzwares line came around, I was making uh, your AEW figures because you got really into AEW. And luckily, we found an Orange Cassidy. It was coming out before I actually had to make the Orange Cassidy figure. Yeah. Because I was like, this is going to be difficult because he's a smaller guy. Yeah. And he has his pockets to put his hands in. Which is genius. I mean, that had to be a thing. You had to do that for this figure. Um, yeah, I mean, that's been one of the things with creating wrestling figures for your, your local fed uh, was that one, my, in my opinion, you really needed the small guys and the fat guys. And making fat guys is quite difficult if you don't have fat parts. So uh, a couple of your guys, like I, I ended up using the Wall Samoan bodies, of course. Uh, Dusty Rhodes bodies, Samoa Joe. Um, I was able to find a Walter body on eBay. We have a Walter, but I found a Walter body without a head. And um, amazingly got it for like $10. It was a Walter body. and If you buy a Walter from ringside, it's going to cost you like $25 25 to 30 dollars by the time you ship it and everything. No, that. How much did you get that Walter figure in the package from eBay? So, the, your whole Walter figure that I got in the box, um, I was amazed to find it for like 22 dollars, including shipping. Um, I don't, I don't question it. I don't know how the guy got it, why he sold it so cheap. Um, he had like 10. And uh, I don't think so. And because you have to order those, those you can't just buy the the Walter figure in the store. You you have to order it from ringside. That's why I say that you know they're missing the boat, not releasing a Walter figure out in the wild, elite and basic. But I digress. So yeah, I've got this Walter figure. Uh, it was Walter without a head and two um, Ortiz figures without heads. And it was for like 10 bucks. And but so they forgot, uh, the, they, the they forgot to put the pegs in the Ortiz legs. Or it didn't say they didn't include them. They had the legs like pushed on. Uh, so that was a little bit of letdown, but I had enough basic parts laying around that I just kind of fitted it together. Uh, which was fine. I actually took one of them and I had a pair of Sami Zayn legs, lower legs laying around. So I actually swapped that onto the Ortiz figures from Jazzwares and it fit perfectly. Maybe fit they- well and it looks well. So for anybody listening that customizes, some of these parts are interchangeable uh, if you haven't tried it already. You can take the, everything off of the AEW figures. You can take the torso, the head, the arms, the hands. The it's legs. pretty cool. It doesn't all swap out uh, evenly. Uh, so, I mean, there is that part. I think... And the head is... The heads are a little bit bigger, but you can swap the heads. Uh, It'll just be a little loose. Oh, uh, no, they're... They're pretty good. I've, I've put Mattel heads on AEW figure. 
and I put AEW head on a Mattel figure. The extra John Moxley head, I ended up shaving it down and, and using it on another figure. You know, I haven't named that figure yet. You got to help me with some of these names. Um, but I made you, I made you an, a, a black tag team. Uh, so we got to think of a name for them. Uh, there's so many figures that I've made you for your your personal wrestling federation. Um, some of them have names, some of them don't. Or some of them I'm not aware of. <clears throat> um, but, but, but yeah, I... Don't. We don't have yeah, I, we'll have to look some names up and name them. Or if they do have names, I've forgotten them. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's it's pretty interesting. I was looking at your, your collection the other day because I ended up getting a shelf for Christmas so that you could actually display your wrestling figures. And they're not just all over my desk when I'm trying to write in the morning. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> uh, what was I going to say? I was looking at them and I noticed that, that uh, a lot of your WWE figures, your Mattel figures, basically, basically, uh, you, could, you could run an old Impact episode on those figures. And it's it's quite crazy, especially when you hear people online go, "Oh, the you know that WWE guy, blah blah blah." Because I look at this, you know, this roster, this group of wrestling figures you have, and they're all like ex TNA guys. It's like you you have AJ Styles, you have Robert Roode, you have Samoa Joe, you have Eric Young. Um, I, I'm trying to think who else. And it was just like this whole lineup of of TNA guys. I'm like, wow. You know, if this was uh, what ten, not even ten years ago, this is like your whole TNA upper division roster. Kurt Angle, you know, you could do Sting. Sting's in there. Um, the only ones that would be missing would be like Abyss, Chris Daniels. Um, but now you got a Frankie Kazarian in your <laughs> your your AEW lineup. Uh, it's it's kind of funny in a lot of ways. Booker T. Um, yeah. So, I I don't know. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. It could be an expensive hobby. Obviously, just ask Matt Cardona, who pays big bucks for all these rare wrestling figures and whatnot. Um, but you should do a podcast with him on wrestling figures, right? <laughs> We could really talk about, you know, I could pick his brain about some of these Mattel figures. What kills me is, like, you have my my unicorn figure would be the uh, Akeem from the Legend series of Mattel. And, you know, to my knowledge, they only made... A few of them. Well, no, not just a few of them, but they only used this body for Akeem. It's like the boots. So wrestling boot wise like literally the cowboy boot uh, you have I believe three different designs there's the one that Hulk Hogan and Barry Windham share which is the smaller cowboy boot and then you have the Dusty Rhodes cowboy boot and then you have like this medium size which is on the Akeem and on uh, Magnum TA Magnum TA 
<laughs> Magnum Ta. Uh, which is kind of crazy. You would think that the Dusty and the Key would share the same boot, but they don't. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, you really start learning all these things when you start diving into customizing the figures and whatnot. But uh, that boot... I bet I have... But the legs, I think, might be the same... The legs are probably the same as, I believe, like Earthquake and Typhoon. I think have the same legs as Akeem. Um, and I believe it's an Andre Torso. And I guess, assuming waist. Um, so, I mean, technically, I guess one could make an Akeem figure. If they so were inclined, uh, you... You would really take a lot of work, though, I guess, because you'd have to to take apart the legs to put on an Andre body from an earthquake, which are expensive figures, actually. And then you'd have to figure out what you're going to do for the head. What if you found an Akeem for $20? Oh, I would totally buy an Akeem for $20. One minute. Uh, what would you pay? What do you mean, what would I pay? You said it's $20. I'm going to pay $20. <laughs> I... I you know that's a tough call for me because I'm I'm quite frugal with my spending, so. Uh, but you just got a twenty dollar bill. You know I would I would buy an Akeem for twenty dollars easy. Totally would spend twenty dollars for an Akeem because it's a figure that goes for like anywhere between a hundred to five hundred dollars. Six hundred. I have seen them go for six hundred dollars. You know, uh, in the box. So yeah. I, I would rather have a loose one. I would rather find a a loose Akeem without, you know, no box, no gear with it, no accessories. The paint's all faded. And I would totally spend $20, $30 on, on a, an Akeem like that. And I say this because as the customizer, I would want to, you know, I'd want to customize Akeem up. You know, I'm not... I'm what not the uh, that other kind of collector. Five. Oh, that that would never happen. <laughs> but I believe this is like your biggest. $100. It's like your your biggest, fattest, wrestling figure that I know of, besides Yokozuna. Uh, so yeah, but I will say this: the new uh, Otis figures, the elite Otis figures, are quite quite large. Like girth wise, um, but they're still pretty short. Unlike the basic one, who's like six eight, six nine. I don't know what happened there. The basic figure is like a foot taller than Otis should be, but the elite one is is pretty close to to be a short Otis figure. So uh, that might be you know that would have been something better for for some of you guys. But I made made several fat figures for you. You know, some big know. guys. I still need one more. You need one more? Yes. <laughs> what What would you like this one more to be? A giant one. A giant one. You have like, tall. you have like the super Samoan who, who's like seven foot tall. Uh, no, not seven foot tall. He's seven pretty and big. Seven and a half feet tall. <laughs> he's pretty big. I don't, like, I'll, I will tell you your next tall figure, will, I'll probably be a, uh, uh, a a what's his name? Almost 
when that figure comes out. Although I saw this, the, the mock-up of that figure and they, they didn't make new arms or something. Like, it looks weird. You have this giant figure of almost, but he's got regular arms. So they just come to like his hips. They don't come like mid, you know, mid thigh. Um, so I, I don't know. Kinda I'm like kind of like, why wouldn't you put Kali or Big Show arms on him? You know, why are you putting just like regular basic kind arms? It it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but you know that's an easy. Well, no, actually, it's not an easy fix anymore because Mattel changed their uh, design. So you can't just boil and pop off the arms at the, uh, at like the deltoid. You actually can only take off the forearms now on the Mattel uh, basics. So you would have to wait until an, an almost uh, elite comes out to, to boil and pop off the arms uh, to trade them out. Because I was going to say, it'd be an easy fix. Just take a Big Show or uh, Big Show, Strowman, Kali, any of those big guys and trade their arms out. But that might not be a possibility, actually. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's fun. You know, of course, then there's the whole, you get to play with them. And this one back here does a lot of strange shit with her wrestling figures sometimes uh, <laughs> like Biggie's having his butt yeah Biggie likes to to dance around and show his butt a lot which isn't too far from the truth but uh, Biggie also had this thing about cookies and uh, I don't know I don't know maybe if he was less concerned about those cookies he could have held on to the to the universal title or the WWE title longer. I don't know. <laughs> um, Wait, what? He lost it? Yeah, he did lose it. When? Uh, here a couple months back. That yeah. was a fatal mistake! It was, and it seems to be Biggie's big push is over. So, you know, I don't know. Um, Yeah. You got anything to add about your wrestling figures? Before I go to school? Yeah. No. Nothing? You're, you don't have enough time. All right. Well, in that case, uh, this has been your know, Ringside Ramblings brought to you by Square Circle Journals. This was our wrestling figure episode. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. I might post some, I might post some, uh, some customizations online later for you guys so uh to show off the future champs collection um, until next time stay tuned we'll bring you guys some more exciting action and uh see you later all right welcome to another edition of ringside ramblings i'm your host sam killer the wrestling connoisseur and I just wanted to do like a little addendum to uh, the other day's show um, about Cody Rhodes and, and my thoughts on all the new information that is coming out and whatnot. Um, so it appears that, or at least on the dirt sheet side of, of everything, 
Uh, what's going on was that Cody had uh, wanted more money, felt like he deserved some more money, wanted to be uh, treated as a top guy, paid as a top guy, what have you, and uh, was, of course, everybody knows Cody took his role as EVP a little bit more seriously than, say, the Bucks and Kenny Omega. At least that's how it looks. Like, he was really trying to, to do this role as a, excuse me, as a VP uh, and be the face and the big representative of AEW and whatnot. He, of course, like, uh, idolizes Triple H and wanted to be in that that manner. Um, but, but word coming out is that, you know, backstage, Cody was becoming more distant, um, starting to appear less like what an AEW was about and more, I guess, WWE-ish in some regards. Um, and, and word is that, you know, Brandy, the perception of Brandy maybe wasn't far off from how fans have been perceiving and treating her, uh, you know, backstage as well. So it's, it's pretty interesting to note, uh, how this all started to come about, transpired, whatnot. I guess with the new additions of Brian Danielson and CM Punk and, and the big hiring uh, names that are starting to come out now. Uh, you know, of course, we got Christian and we got Malachi Black. Uh, Miro, a couple others have slowly been, been chipping away at those funds uh, from Tony Khan and AEW. And I guess Cody Rhodes' stock slowly has gone down as far as what you need from a, a, a big name. And I guess Cody just, you know, he wanted more money. Um, and to me, this is a little, it's a little disheartening to hear it come out this way that it's about money. You know, when, when you have Cody's a big name in AEW, he's one of the founders of AEW, and you know he's on the go home the big show show or something like that, the go big show um rose to the top i'm sure he's getting more money for these shows um and and at the end of the day he wanted more money still yet um but i mean it's it's two-sided at the same time because like it's not just that you want more money it's what more money represents um, and and that's you're a big name. You're gonna get paid big money. And in wrestling, like if you're getting paid big, then you're gonna get used big. But it's seemingly Cody's stock dropped because they're not getting the responses they want either from from the crowd. Um, and maybe it's looking like Cody didn't want to change up the character. Um, that's not really working. You know, I was kind of excited to see how he would pull off this heel, not heel <laughs> character that he's been doing. And, and I mean, there's a little bit of artistic flavor to this. Uh, can you be the antagonist 
and and still be, you know, can you be the protagonist of the story and be a bad guy? And yes, you can, by the way, writing-wise, particularly, but can you do it in the wrestling world? And that's a, that's a huge challenge. And that's how I've perceived the whole Cody persona uh, as of late. But, you know, it seems like all these things have been adding up, that Cody's really well-liked and everything, but... Cody wanted more money. And, you know, in the end, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. Like if, you know, like our good friend Trucker Kyle said, or I mean, Trucker Sean said, because Trucker Kyle's been AWOL this week. Uh, Trucker Sean said that, you know, he he looked at Cody as more of a celebrity and Cody wanted the fame and using wrestling as a platform to that fame. If, if he wanted just to be the Miz in WWE as far as, you know, Miz and Mrs., um, the Hollywood aspect, starring in, you know, WWE movies or whatever. If it was just that, he kind of already has that in AEW, Warner Media. Uh, and all that's going to be off the table now, I assume. You know, I, I don't think Warner Media, TNT, TBS are going to have Cody Rhodes featured in Rhodes to the Top if he's in a comp- competitive. Uh, WWE with AEW, uh, and and the same for the you know the Go Big Show and whatnot. I expect Cody will be taken out of all those now that he's left AEW. Um, and I think that is, in a way, a little bit detrimental to AEW because Cody was the face of the company. You know, he was the guy that was all over, you know, TNT and TBS. And this is, this is Dusty's kid. You know, that's what we were getting. And uh, who's going to be that face now? I know Tony Khan is out there more, but is Tony Khan going to be on the, you know, the Go Big Show? What, who are you going to go do? Who's going to go do that now? I mean, they could always have Paul White go do the Go Big Show. It'd be a little tongue in cheek, but hey, who's going to be the face representing going forward for AEW? And I think that's that's going to be a huge statement because you know who's going to represent the company now. Uh, and I mean, there's guys that you could do. I mean. If, if you want to put that on somebody's mantle to do, like CM Punk or uh, maybe Kenny, I don't know. You, you have to put it on somebody who's going to be likable and approachable and, and can carry this to certain degrees. Um, and I don't know about the, I don't know. I don't know what you do with, with your roads to the top. What are you going to replace that with? Uh, if I'll be honest with you. If if I was going to do somebody, uh, roads to the top or uh, for like the Go Big Show or whatever, I would be looking at at Jungle Boy. I mean, there is some name recognition just with his father being, uh, you know, nine hundred two one zero star Luke Perry. He looks like his father for one. I mean, I would throw him out there and and ride that. I know you're kind of riding the father's coattails, but hey, this is business. You, you got to do what you got to do. 
I would use him. I would appeal to to whatever you know uh, manner and division I could if if I was Tony Khan at this stage and, and keep those channels open as far as uh, representation and recognition across the band because if Cody does sign with WWE and it's starting to look like it is now um, that recognition is going to go to WWE this is going to be a major coup for Vince Vince knows this this is going to be a major coup and what Vince does with it who knows because let's be honest you know Vince has made a lot of big coups over the years and he's really dropped the ball on them typically so we'll see what happens here uh, but yeah this is this is uh, the world of wrestling this is war it really is it doesn't get any bigger than this than the Monday Night Wars we're at the new era of, of competition and it can get pretty ruthless uh, Vince is also old so this is almost like a godfather situation right now with Vince and the WWE and who's going to take over who's going to take control and uh, who's going to be more ruthless and where is it going to go from here I don't know to be honest I don't know I don't know where Cody is going to be positioned because I've got to think if he wanted the notoriety, the money, the power, if he's that ambitious, um, and that's what it really boils down to, it seems like, as disheartening as it is, um, you know, Cody's going to be gunning for that in WWE as well. Uh, so, I mean, more power to him for that ambition. But... Um, I, I'll be honest, I feel a little duped from this. I feel a little uh, betrayed from taking this ride and adventure with Cody all these years back now when he departed WWE, when he went out into the indies, he had his bucket list of wrestlers to face, and uh, eventually you know, he went to Impact, he went, uh, eventually ended up in ROH, and through that, ended up in New Japan, and uh, we took this big ride with Cody, who just kind of fell into everything. It was good uh, at these parts. You know, we took this ride with Cody. He asked us to take this ride with him. I mean, that's part of it. And the fans have supported him all this time. And it's, you know, with... With even like when they went to AEW, they started the, the company all in. Um, and starting AEW, the fans have taken this journey. So it is a little personal. You know, I feel it too. A lot of fans are like, what's going on here? How can you up and leave AEW when you asked us to come along for the ride? This was... This was the, the rebellion, the revolution, as he called it. The revolution was aired on TV. But what you didn't say in that promo, Cody, was that you were going to betray the revolution and go back to the evil empire. And I mean, for somebody who didn't want to turn heel there's not a bigger heel move than going back to WWE. 
I mean, if we're being honest here, you know, perception is a huge factor. You cannot have a face Cody Rhodes go back to WWE. It's just, I don't see it happening. And if this is a genius, then I'm, I'm sure he would agree. A face Cody Rhodes is not going to get cheered in WWE. You cannot have him come in and and be this huge baby face. I mean, I guess they could try to treat it like John Cena getting cheered and booed at the same time, but it's not going to work in the long run. <clears throat> and I say that because uh, I think, for number one, wrestling fans in general want to see Cody as heel. Uh, and number two, when you look at it, at the end of the day, this is your competition coming over. You may have bought him out, but fans, fans are still going to to recognize Cody as an AEW guy at this point. So, uh, who knows? Who knows? I would say, I would say this is ambulance pass. Um, I would say that you have a baby face Roman Reigns and a heel Cody Rhodes. I think that's where your money would be. Um, anyway, I I don't know. I mean, this obviously it's a big move, it's a big choice. News is that the lawyers got involved, and once the lawyers got involved, uh, things went south as far as money. And yeah, that's that's how it typically goes. That's what happened with Sting all these years, going to WWE. Once the lawyers got involved, deals could not be reached. This is the wrestling world. Anything can happen at any time, and and who knows. But I got to tell you, I feel duped after this long journey with Cody Rhodes, supporting Cody Rhodes, being a good big fan of Cody Rhodes. I I don't know. Am I going to follow him to WWE? I've been so out of the WWE product for for quite some time now. You know, I've I've tried to catch a few episodes here and there. Um, nothing ever catches my attention to the point where I want to watch weekly or you know even be bothered to to binge watch WWE. I, I don't see Cody Rhodes going there and changing that. Uh, if anything, it's almost the opposite. Even, I, like I said, I feel I feel a little duped. I feel betrayed uh, by this choice, and I mean that's the name of the game. But it's it's not going to be something that's going to make me follow follow along too closely. Uh, if I if I hear about a, a great match or whatnot, I might try to watch. But you know, it's again, it's the name of the game. Cody Rhodes has played it really well. You know, he's he's made a mark out of us. And, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's kind of it. That was, that was just what I wanted to talk to you guys about. Apparently, I expect Cody will sign with WWE uh, within the week. Um. Uh, I don't know how this will alter WrestleMania plans, especially the title picture. 
you know, if we're going to see something major develop out of that, that will change WrestleMania plans. Is Vince going to capitalize on uh, on this big signing? Because I mean, this is huge, and if you're looking to to show that you're beating the competition, uh, this is a major part of it. You know, this. I mean, we really look at it. AEW beat NXT. NXT's changed. And how are you going to show that you're winning the, the fight? How are you going to show you're winning the war? You buy out Cody Rhodes. And uh, you've got to roll with it. You know, what will Vince do once he spent that money? That's the big question. Um, I guess we'll find out. We'll find out pretty quickly, I, I imagine, because the road to WrestleMania is pretty short from here. Uh, it's a shame they hit, didn't do this quicker because Cody coming into the Royal Rumble would have been huge. Uh, but it is what it is. I don't know if Cody will show up at Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia uh, or whatnot, but I would expect to see Cody Rose on WWE TV pretty pretty soon. I don't know if Brandy will show up as well, but uh, I would expect to see Cody on TV. Uh, it's in Vince's ballpark now as far as what to do with Cody and, and keep that steam moving forward. And what will this, how will this play up for, for TNT, TBS, and AEW uh, remains to be seen, but it's a pretty big show tonight for AEW. I don't think this is going to slow down Tony Khan in the product that much. So I think it might only hype everybody else up. I, you know, will it crack the foundation? I don't think so. I don't think it will at all. We might see some people jump over at some point, but uh, at no, no point is anybody... Leaving going to change things. We saw John Moxley's been gone for a while. That didn't really change much plans or excitement of AEW. Cody Rose leaving isn't going to change anything either, in my opinion. Even though he was a founding father and a, a major, major aspect, there are plenty of, of other guys to, to pick up those reins now. And if anything, it helps the landscape of AEW. It opens a door for somebody to step up. There's plenty of talent, new and old faces that can do that. So the war has just begun. 